This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hello, listeners. This is Jack Burton, and I'm here on Quad Pro Quo. We're doing things a little different here for the month of March. Following the success of January's cage match, we wanted to pay tribute to another living cinematic legend. Welcome to the Russell Tussle. Kurt Vogel Russell was born on March 17, 1951 in Springfield, Massachusetts and raised in Thousand Oaks, California. He was a child actor on television. You might have seen him on Gilligan's Island before being signed by Walt Disney, maybe even killed him, to a 10-year contract at the age of 11. He has over 105 acting credits to his name, including The Fox and the Hound, Elvis, The Thing, Escape from New York, Escape from L.A., Overboard, The Hateful Eight, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Today's episode is round one of the Russell Tussle. We have Ali's pick of Breakdown going up against the Mammoth Gorilla Tammy's pick of Backdraft. Allie and Tammy each have 25 minutes to defend their pick, which will then be judged by the following five categories. Best Hair, Best Villain, Best Supporting Cast, Best Action, and finally Best Film. Ladies, I wish you luck, and as old Jack Burton always says, the check is in the mail. Tammy, will you please set the clock? To 25 minutes. Who's going first again? I am going first. Oh, that's right. As as we did with last month, we have our faithful Tammy here as our stopwatch. Please set the clock for 25 minutes. You got it, dude. And now we present Allie with Breakdown. Okay, Breakdown. Came out in 1997. It has a runtime of one hour and 33 minutes. I would like to point out that of all the Russell movies we are doing for the Russell Tussle, mine is the shortest. It was a blessing. Thank you. That doesn't mean it was better. Yes, it does. Mm -mm. It was more condensed. It was directed by Jonathan Mostow, starring Kurt Russell, J.T. Walsh, and Kathleen Quinlan. Had a budget of about $36 million and a box office gross of $50.2 million. So it means money back in a little bit more. A brief synopsis. On their cross-country road trip, Jeff, Kurt Russell, and Amy, Kathleen Quinlan, experience car trouble after an accident. They are stranded in the New Mexico desert where a passing truck driver, Red, played by J.T. Walsh, offers to drive Amy to a nearby cafe to call for help. Meanwhile, Jeff... Russell fixes the car and drives to the cafe only to find his wife is missing and red the truck driver claiming he has never met them Jeff then begins a frenzied search for Amy that's a brief synopsis of the movie by the way okay that's very brief I know I know well we're gonna go further into it but Mm -hmm. I just wanted a a brief synopsis and hilarity ensues hilarity okay they win the summer camp (laughs) contest and they get to save their camp So we start out with meeting Jeff and Amy, Kurt Russell and Kathleen Quinlan. And for those who don't know who Kathleen Quinlan is, she played Tom Hanks' wife in Apollo 13. She was also in the remake of The Hills Have Eyes. She was also in the Twilight Zone movie. Yes. Not in the segment where um, Jonathan Landis killed that guy. Not in the segment with uh, the other deaths. She wears the shit out of those mom jeans. Oh, yeah. We also get Kurt Russell... And this is one of the categories, best hair, in his fabulous, feathered, beautiful hair that he has in this movie. Wearing a collared polo shirt with, tucked into his jeans, with a belt and a cell phone clip tacked onto that belt. I'm happy about that belt. Oh, I feel like we didn't introduce John as our unofficial arbiter. I'm sorry, John. I'm sorry, John. Oh, Tammy Uh, Two's here. Yeah, Tammy Two is here because Tammy got over her shitting from the sub and... I've gotten my voice back. Yeah. Free from steak shits. And there were no steak shits. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Don't there were a few. Okay. Delicious sandwiches. 
Well, those subs we had tonight were very good. Yes. Yeah, the subs. Thank you, they were made by a delicious. man. Delicious. My friend me too. Yes, thank your delicious. friend for us. I, I wish I knew my friend's name. Okay, so Jeff and Amy are driving across country from Boston to Surprisingly, San Diego. no Boston accent whatsoever. Yes, which you know, oddly is is actually you know, I mean, Massachusetts is where uh, Kurt Russell was born. You know putting that out there anywho they're driving cross country boston to san diego for new jobs kind of get the impression that there might be a little bit of like financial woes or something oh yeah they said that they were yeah yeah because when i'm in dire straits financially i'm moving to san diego yeah that in totally a makes new sense car they have a, a jeep. new a new car a 96 jeep jeep cherokee laredo that was a that was a grand cherokee man i looked it up it said jeep cherokee laredo you looked it up wrong. It was, was on IMDb. 90, that was a 97 Grand Cherokee. It said 96 Jeep Cherokee Laredo. this was Laredo. the best ad I've ever seen for okay, the 97 whatever. Grand Cherokee. Way to be Chrysler. Well, okay. I mean, it's easily fucked with. Maybe not. Yes. So Fair. they get into like, not even a fender better. <laughs> Basically, Kurt Russell is not paying attention. He's trying to get water. Someone pulls out in front of them. We'll find out who that someone is a little bit later. And he goes to stop at a gas station. And he's putting oil in his car. Amy is in the... Amy getting green drop Amy, drink. Amy gets snowflakes or snowballs and yoo-hoo. Cringe. Cringe. Oh, my God. So this might movie. be a bad ad for that car. So she he had is, to put oil in a brand new car. So he was putting oil in his new car. And um, breaking oil. You know and, those uh-huh. new coil, new cars tend to overheat. Yeah, really it's breakdown oil. That is what they said. So MC Ganey, who has also plays Swamp Thing in Con Air, my man. Uh huh. How did he step his? This is a Swamp Thing movie. I don't movie. know. And phenomenal. I will say this: he has said this is the darkest role he has ever played, and actually regrets playing this role. Really? It's so really? dark. Yes. He wasn't even the main guy. He was a henchman. I know it's yeah. pretty dark. So his name is Earl. And he his talk- name was Earl. Earl. He talks to uh to Kurt also at the gas mustache. station, Jeff, and they kind of have a little bit of an altercation because he is the guy that pulled out in front of Jeff that caused this kind of little fender bender. Russell but not Tussle. Really. Yes. Um. He calls Jeff a he said shit you should for get, brains. He's like you should get a CB radio. Oh, yes. Your handle could be shit, shit for brains. brains. Okay. And then Amy comes out. Her and Jeff go on their way. No problems. What was that about? All fine. Yes. Then the new 96 Jeep Cherokee Laredo stops working. Okay. Engine trouble. They pull over to the side of the road. No, they don't pull over to the side. They get, they stop in the road. Yeah. But he was doing 90 before this. He was was doing 90 miles an hour. He couldn't steer. He's like, I can't steer. Yes. They stop in the middle. The car breaks down. Okay. Then (laughs) MC Ganey, Earl, drives by in his truck. Doesn't give a fuck. But then a good Samaritan. A long haul truck driver stops, named Red, stops to help them. This is played by JT Walsh, who is also coincidentally in Tammy's movie, which we'll be talking about next. Mm-hmm. He's in he's in her movie as well. So he stops to and his name is Red, okay? And he stops to help them. Okay? And he has also starred with Kurt Russell in four three other four movies total, three other movies. Backdraft, Executive Decision, To Kill a Sunrise, and this movie. This was actually his last movie. He died in nineteen ninety eight. Oh no. Very sad. Oh. I know. Very R-S-V-P. sad. RSVP. Yeah. So this Red says these new cars tend to overheat. Is that true, Guido? New cars tend to overheat. It depends on how new it is and uh, you know what? You should be able to drive anything at ninety well, miles an hour nine- before overheating. However, you know goddamn well it was messed with. So well, and, we don't know that right now. And plus, well, he, he I clearly mean, doesn't know <clears throat> shit about cars. Yes. So here's the thing. Obviously, this is a very different role for Kurt Russell. He is playing basically like a tech banker kind of guy who doesn't really know much. Okay. Amy, his wife, says, "You really want to sit out here and wait for someone and wait for it to not overheat? What is it? Underheat? Cool Get down. back to normal heat? Is that what I was called, Guido? Your eyes? Yeah, it's called underheat. It's called underheat. Okay. It's absolutely called underheat." <laughs> So I'm a mechanic. I can. He impress. says, "I will give you guys a ride to. <laughs> I'll give you guys a ride to the diner. You can call a tow truck." And he says, "No, we'll just wait here to you know wait for it to underheat." And she says, "You know what? I'll go with him." So she climbs into the truck. First problem. Separated. Separated. Then Jeff looks underneath the car and sees that there's a wire that has been disconnected. Oh, two wires. Two wires. And they were very clearly to the electric uh, fan yes. that, that you know blows air that over the radiator. Stuff. Yes. So he connects them, and he, the car works, and he goes to the cafe. God where, damn it! 
where the truck driver said he was going to take Amy. But when he gets there, Amy isn't there. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and nobody in the cafe knows who Amy is. Also, another tie back to what will be Tammy's movie in this this episode. The owner of the cafe is also in backdraft. Oh, and also an asshole. Uh, okay, yes, kind of an asshole. Also, everyone in that cafe is disgusting. <laughs> Poor so, truckers. So it's so no, sweaty. Can't get no respect. Well, it's New Mexico. It is. Both characters he played were kind of just bombers. Yeah. So he leaves because he's like, well, maybe I misunderstood. And the cafe owner says, well, maybe he's like 20 miles down the road, which that's a misunderstanding. So he goes to drive to the 20 miles down the road. And then he sees the truck. He sees Red. Red's truck. He flags him down. Well, he kind of runs him off the road, to be honest with you. And Red... Well, well it, not really. That Winnebago almost runs him off the road because he's a really bad driver. It's true. Yeah, why, really why bad is driver. he running into people three times already? Because, yeah. well, at least it's terrible. Terrible. this one, this driving. one he's trying yeah, to get... He's trying to get Red's attention and get right. him to pull over. Right. And Red's not having any of it. But then the Winnebago comes out of nowhere and he's like, Whoa! Yes. So he... Like, Red stops the truck, or the, the four, what is it? It's a semi-trailer. Trailer. Yeah, he's and got a semi. Red, J.T. Walsh, gets out and acts like he has never seen Kurt Russell in his life. Major uh, middle-aged man. What a twist! Middle-aged man gaslighting. I don't know who you're talking to, friend. Like, I've never met you in my life, and I don't know your wife, and blah, blah, blah. So then Kurt flags down a uh, police officer for help. The cop checks the truck. No, Amy. The cop suggests that the wife maybe left him, which, let's be honest, is the least possible scenario. Who would leave Kurt Russell? I don't know. He's kind of a weenie up at this point. No. Yeah, Although he's that, been a weenie so I far. did like the cop's explanation of like, I've seen people, you know, wives, gay guys. I they really just appreciate leave. the inclusion <laughs> of the gays. <laughs> he's like, I've seen them. I've seen everything, man. Gay the only guys. Thing, the only thing Even I, the gays leave each other. Yes. The only thing I haven't seen was a I'm body sorry, pillow. I'm sorry, son. You're single now. It's a lot. Okay. And then there's like tons and tons of missing persons posters yes. on the wall. So, so it's like you're hopeless, dude. So the cop says, go to the police department, go to my deputy, gives him a card. He says, file a missing persons report. So Jeff files a report with the deputy and then he goes back to the diner. Well, but in the in the police state in the police station, there's all these missing person's posters on the wall and the, and the deputy is saying like we get thousands of these years i'm like that's not really what he wants to hear yeah that's not Let's a good be honest. thing not 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 helpful he's like my wife's been missing for what three two three hours two now. hours like come on guys at max and when he goes to the diner he starts to kind of get the feeling that like they're other f- people are involved yeah they're fucking with him because Everyone's kind of making fun of him. He's from he's from New England. They're all from apparently New Mexico is like the coolest state ever. So you can make fun of other people and and the full I, special guy outside. They yes. can. They're wrong, but they can. Yes. So then he goes out to the parking lot and he meets Billy. Yeah. <laughs> Billy. That was a choice. Yeah. So Billy's in the uh, parking lot. I'm gonna be a truck driver when I get. Yeah. Billy drives a '77 Pontiac Firebird Trans Am. Just well, putting I mean, that out there. I know I know. cars isn't one of our uh, categories, but I'm just putting this out there. So, like, he clearly didn't need to act mentally challenged no. because by his choice in car, he was clearly mentally challenged. Wow. Oh, good. So, Billy says, are you <laughs> Wait, the guy? does your neighbor listen to this? Oh, those are IROC Zs. Uh, okay, never mind. He's a Camaro man. Also, they're going to move one day. Uh, yeah, no, okay, he good. doesn't okay, have the internet or trash service, so okay. I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen to this. So <laughs> Billy says, are you the guy that's looking for his wife? I saw her in the diner. Basically like that. I seen And her. then he says, why would you call the police? They're in on it. So Kurt is, he is. He's full on having a breakdown. He's having a breakdown. Go ahead. Do your, do your one, you're allowed one musical breakdown reference. Shakedown, breakdown. You busted. There you go. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you for keeping it to one, bud. Okay. Well, you said I got one each. Uh, no, I didn't. I, I did not do... say you could do one of that and one of Tom Petty, so you're not allowed to. <laughs> well, break down. Go ahead and give it to me. Okay. So Billy says <laughs> they were going to take the wife to somewhere by the river. So Jeff, Kurt Russell, drives. And then he gets to the point where like the road is closed off. And Earl, MC Ganey, Swamp Thing, Basically, like, attacks him. Chases him. A chase ensues. Pulls out a gun. They are driving along this very narrow stretch of... Along the river. It's very scary. Very, very scary. And then Kurt Russell is kind of pinned at the end of a cliff. And what does he do? 
he drives his Jeep over the edge and into the river. <gasps> it goes down that hill like a champ. It it's does. It's so, it's so funny because like, it's vehicle. not a boat. And then Earl you know? calls somebody on his little radio and he goes, he's getting away. He's getting away. He's getting so away. It's like, it's like our first insight into, yeah, he's there's something going on there. He's down the river. There's more. So he's floating down the river. He's getting shot at by Earl. He floats down the river. Another trucker, Uncle Gary. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's uncle gary um yo uncle gary wood that man has never said a, like a true word to me in my life never <laughs> he's a he, he's a swindler man he'll get he's you a, yeah he'll yeah. get you so he shows up just shark. because he yes. beat you guys at cornhole he's that's not, exactly why he's yes. not he's going a shark. to yeah. he's not going to abduct he's a hustler women. man he's a hustler and Don't he just wanted us to know somehow like so he tows he tows the um the jeep J- grin or the jeep cherokee laredo out of the river and then later down the river, like Jeff gets out, Kurt Russell, but then he gets hit in the back of the head by Billy, who was obviously not touched as we thought. He's, I guess, in. Oh, he's own. not full special. He's only I mean, like, he's only, you know, yeah. a quarter special. Whatever. He's and only Southwest. And they want You money. never go full special. No. And that's what they want. They want money. That's all they want. They were told that he has money. They want $90,000. It's him, Billy, MC Ganey, Earl, Uncle Gary, and Red. And Red is back. JT Walsh. He is. The villain for my pick for this movie. He, he is, is the mastermind. A fucking scary ass villain. You know why? Because he's so calm. Not scared at all. In any way. So scary. And okay? he's so cool and collected. Even though the fact that he's wearing a full Canadian tuxedo. Exactly. In the Southwest. So he tells Jeff, you got 49 minutes to get my money. Which, coincidentally, is the amount of time left in the movie. When he says it, 49 minutes to get it. That's the amount of time left in the movie. 49 but minutes. How did they find I don't know out- why I'm affecting like a Southern accent right now, but... How did they find out that he had $90,000? They didn't. The wife what? said that because That's of what the she donuts. Said, to save herself. Yes. When really but they, they don't talked have... about winning $90,000 yes. off the snowballs earlier. But when really they don't have that much money. He only has like $5,000 in his account. So he goes to get it. He gets the 5000 snags a letter opener off the uh, bank man's desk. He meets Earl, gives him the money, and then Earl kind of ties his hand, like duct tape, duct tapes him. Like, he's going to take him. Do you think they were ever going to give him his wife? No. They were going to no, kill him. They were going to kill, kill both of them. They were, no, they were definitely going to the kill money him. Because they, they, even, yeah. they even said it later yeah. in the movie. Like, Billy's like, oh, why couldn't we have just... A, we could have just taken them both. Taking right. them, we could have taken them both, like that couple in Ohio. What do you yes. think they do with all that human meat? They bury it in the they fucking they New Mexico in, desert. Yeah. yeah. What a yeah. waste. Because that's what they were going to do with her when they thought what she was What a waste. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Oh, Perfectly okay. good meat. So Jeff cuts free with the letter opener and stabs Earl in the neck. And then they have a crazy fight. Jeff overtakes Earl, tapes him up, like tapes tapes his arms, tapes his legs, tapes his neck to the back of the... Yeah, that was dope. Dude. Yeah, that and was, then we get this awesome so torture scene. Where Kurt Russell says fuck a lot and goes like, the fuck you do? And like, I bet this thing could break on a fucking dime. Amazing. That was the one. Amazing. Great like, torture scene. Like he's gone from, he's gone from super weenie to super Neeson. Yeah. Now he's yeah. like, he's taken. Uh-huh. Because he's trying to find out where his wife is. Obviously still. He still believes you she's alive. You took my wife. Yes. Then the cop comes. The cop from the beginning part of the movie. Kurt Russell gets out of the car, still has a gun in his hand. Again. Not the smartest tool in the shed. Earl breaks free, shoots the cop. Kurt Russell, Jeff, is running. The cop reasonably made Kurt Russell lay on the ground and throw the gun away. It's true. He was he was like, doing his job. He's running. Earl says, like, hey, what does he say? Shit for brains? Shit for brains. But then the cop, who has not been killed, just shot, shoots Earl in the back. Earl is dead. The cop is called for help. All is well. Not yet, though. Kurt goes to still find his wife. So... He drives off to a truck stop with the most trucks I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, that was a pretty standard. Yeah, pretty standard truck stop. Like so many trucks. Yeah, yeah, that's what. That's truck a typical stop flying like. J. Okay, I gotta keep going. Okay, so you drive a car, you don't go to truck stops. I don't drive it's anything. A good call. <laughs> so he finds Red, and he runs and catches onto his truck, which apparently Guido could done could have done better. I can absolutely have done this better. All right. I, I, I believe he's, Guido. He's, that was some on. awkward looking he stunt work. He struggled across this 18 yeah, years. It's actually really nice. It made the character believable. Yeah, he's like a banker. He's like a banker. I don't, yeah, shit. This, I don't give a shit. You okay. are not a man with a pulse. This doesn't wasn't, imagine what you would have to do to get from one end to the other while it was moving. Thinking is one thing. Actually doing is another thing. At the same Look, time. There were like Look, 80 cops. Tammy, too, has thought about this multiple times. 
Matt has thought about this again. Though, times. yes, I've thought about it. But you know, I've also thought about you know exactly riding the what you would do. riding the Silver Surfer's board across the galaxy with the power cosmic. Oh, that would be I dope. can't actually do it. But you would know what to do if you could. And that uh, is my no, point. No, I'd probably here. get run over by an eighteen wheeler. No, given the opportunity, here. I have confidence in both of you being able to scale an eighteen wheeler. A to B, no problem. You're, All right, I'm this, glad you again. Do. I this don't. was this is not Kurt Russell from Tango and Cash. Oh, oh yeah, and not to mention this the truck just, driver doesn't even use his his. Like his rearview mirrors? Bro, Get out of here. He's looking forward while he's driving, unlike it, Kurt Russell. It is a totally, totally different character. I actually have like a little bit of. Uh, I thought it was really funny. So Kurt Russell recalls reading the script and enjoying the idea and enjoyed the idea of playing a character who was quote unquote slightly comically obnoxious. So he even knew that this was not the typical Kurt character. Let's be honest. All right. All no, right. No gliders. Thank no you. camo pants. Thank you. Okay, so he rides on the truck. Still had gets the up into like the, the hood of the bank or whatever it's called. Red drives home to his wife and kid. Name isn't really Red. It's like Warren or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they call that. him Warren. Warren. <laughs> so Red, Billy, and Uncle Gary. Red Bar oh, is a minutes. cool okay. name to plume now. They talk plans. We hear about past couples that they have done this to. Yeah, because the barn is like full of shit. Barn is like- full of shit they've taken from other couples. And also... Jeff is in the barn. He's watching everything from above. He's kind of, he's learned to like, okay, I got to wait, bide my time. I got to wait for the perfect opportunity. And he sees them pull Amy out from under like the truck, like where like the gas lines are. I don't even know. And they th- he thinks he's, she's dead at first, but she's not. Yeah, right? She kicks eventually. She too. I know. She, she kicks did. eventually. They were about to go bury her right then. She I know. scared them. So they-, they go inside to have breakfast, you know, Red, Billy, and Uncle Al, or Uncle Gary. Jeff grabs a gun. Goes into the house. Well, first, they put her in a fucking freezer. They put her in the freezer, expecting her to suffocate which isn't to on death while they're having breakfast. Which isn't yes. this on. is a brutal breakfast? And yes. they said you'll die in about ten minutes. So they're all eating breakfast. Kurt Russell has a gun on the mall, and then this stupid fucking kid comes and is like, "I got a rifle. I know you how mean, to protect you from my from my mama." You or mean whatever. Deke? 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 Zeke? Whatever. Who the fuck names their kid Deke? What the fuck is Deke short for? A man named Warren who calls himself Red. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's short for Deke. kidnaps women on highways. Like, is yeah. it actual Dick? Is his name like Dick? No, it's And they're Dake. just saying Dick? No, it's, yeah. it's short for Edekiel. And he's telling his kid, like, you, shoot, you shoot him. And this poor Dickerton. kid's, like, crying. He gets, or Billy runs away. Uncle Gary gets shot. Sorry. <sighs> Billy it runs. Happens. They rescue Amy from the freezer, freezer. And they lock everyone else down there. Earl, or not Earl. I'm sorry. Red. Uncle Gary, his wife, his kid get locked down in the barn. Okay? And again, filled with stuff from other people that they've, I'm assuming, killed, right? Killed? That was my assumption. Yeah. I would think so, right? Yeah, yeah. Lots of cameras okay. and fanny packs. Goods. Yes. And then Jeff and Amy run and they get a cut and they get a car. But a while truck. they're looking for the keys, the truck, Red gets loose and he drives his semi through this trailer. It's crazy. Crazy action. Okay? High octane. Yes. Amy and Jeff escape. Billy, Uncle Gary, <laughs> and God Red chase them. Shots along the highway. Just crazy shots and Billy driving. How phone calls gonna, I'm going to yeah, get from my Zambos mom about Uncle Bay Gary being in this How movie? they're going to explain this is Billy crashes and dies. Uncle Gary crashes and dies. Oh, <laughs> so upsetting. Okay. And it's just Red and Kurt Red and tra- Amy. I got two minutes left. Red traps Jeff and Amy on the bridge, tries to tip them over. And then the truck kind of goes over, but gets stuck. So they're kind of like hanging. And Red and Jeff are hanging from it. Jeff throws Red over with these like crazy, what is it? Like a It's like chain. a chain. chain. It's just a chain. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And chain. Red lands on the riverbank. Seems like he's dead. And but yeah, they save Amy. It's like Goldeneye. They save yeah. Amy who's pinned. Just like Goldeneye. They save her. And then she looks over and she says, not she doesn't say it, but she's basically saying like, fuck you. And she releases the car, and the semi crushes Red. Just like Goldeneye. Yes. Just like Goldeneye. And that's the end. That's the end. Of it the just movie. ends. Was Goldeneye before this? Uh, that was ninety six. Yeah, yeah, that's it was ninety seven. This is just a Goldeneye ripoff. Uh, selling uh, us. Okay. Chrysler products. Yeah, instead of selling us uh, B 
BMWs. It's yeah, Goldeneye was right, just selling his BMWs. Okay. So this, um, I will say this out of, not to brag, but out of uh, all the movies that we're going to do for the Russell Tussle, it is the shortest running time and has the highest rating on Rotten Tomatoes at 87%. Kurt Russell was hesitant to do this movie because he wanted to be near his family. So he was helicoptered in and out of the areas of shooting every day so he could be with his family in L.A. His contract had and a 12-hour turnaround. Very green. Yeah. Meanwhile, very now green. we yeah. got to use paper straws, but he can fly a helicopter. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. He <laughs> need to be home with his family I would like to sip a soda that doesn't taste like a box Yeah um, I'm not even <laughs> Whose box? <laughs> I'm not going to even try with a supporting cast Because I know I'm going to lose that But I think A. Hair, amazing, feathered, beautiful, lovely Action This is White Knuckle Kyle calls this movie White Knuckle, the movie Villain Moose Knuckle, JT, the movie? J, JT Walsh is so scary in this movie Because he's so calm yet terrifying I just think this movie's great I... Love it, and Kurt Russell is um, delicious in it. Thank you. Stop. Pencils up. Stop it. I mean, it is just amazing that, yeah, he he picked this movie because it was uh, against type for him, but he still had... The the Farrah the Farrah feathered quaff. Look, he's not going to the stylist just for some movie. Yeah, calm down. He did that for Stargate. Yeah, but that was Stargate. You got to work with James. He was the most unsexy version of himself in back in this movie. He's just um, like he was the weeniest. I'll wait till the end of your movie That's to make offensive. a comment on that. That's offensive. He was just like jeans and a polo. Wait until you watch Backdraft. You see him like half naked, all wet and sweaty. When your husband used to have the the cell phone clip to his belt, he was basically Kurt Russell in this movie. Let's you guys make, gave me really shit for was. being a little league coach. <laughs> That's because in this movie, he's playing a Little League coach. But I swear to God, I am just going to yell at all of you fuckers for saying the whole Uncle Gary thing. You know how many phone calls I'm going to get about that? They I don't, don't know what to people, tell you, buddy. Some things listen? you can't unsee. Did they listen? Yes, they do. I said it. When we were watching, I was like, hey, that guy looks like Uncle Gary. And then I just wrote in my notes, Uncle Gary gets shot. Uncle Gary gets this. Plays Cornhole I, in the movie, too. <laughs> he, he totally hustles Kurt Russell in a cornhole. Yeah, stole Kurt Russell's money. All right. I've never played all, this game before. Fellas, are what are the rules? All night, he steals all 90,000 through cornhole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I believe well, it. shit, I'm 90,000 more believable hole, than, than this movie. Six Gs and 5,000. And the only 18-wheeler driver that doesn't use his mirrors. Well, he's watching the mirror. Never mind. All right. Did you see? Did you see how empty that trailer was? He is looking in his mirrors. He's like fifty-three footer. He was like, but when they took the shot from the inside, that was like a forty. I can do this. He was scaling that eighteen-wheeler, like that trailer. It took him like what six, seven minutes to get grunt for every single motion. Like they were tired. I feel like Kurt Russell. You're telling me that you don't that you can go seven minutes in your eighteen-wheeler without using a mirror. Well, no, they it showed him looking in the right-hand minutes. mirror, but he never looked at the little bubble one that showed his blind spot. He was only looking for the far away. So crazy. Because he's worried about the fuzz and not about running somebody the fuzz. over. Uh-huh. Plot armor is a fucking hell of a thing. Yes, it is. Batman has made <laughs> also, a whole career uh, out of Also, haven't armor. seen your movie. I don't know if you want to be talking That's about. Different. Yeah, That's different. Yeah, how many times did he That's different. It's yeah. literally a potion. Shut up. Uh-huh. Well, okay there, Allie. Thank you very much for doing that part. That was Breakdown. But now we're going to swap it over to Tammy and we're going to hear about your movie. Tammy, take it away. Go. Thank you so much for that lovely introduction. I chose the 1991 Kurt Russell movie Backdraft, which stars, of course, our Kurt Russell as Stephen McCaffrey, Billy Baldwin as Brian McCaffrey, Stephen's little brother. Robert De Niro, Donald Sutherland, Jennifer Jason Lee, Scott Glenn. Do you want me to keep going? No, it's a sack We're cast. You're winning this category. Keep going. Uh, no, no, Jason no. Gedrick. You're G-T using your time. Walsh. I would stop. You're using your time. I would stop. I can stop. keep going if you want me to. She needs to say one you name. You only have five minutes to talk about your movie. Yeah. Anyway, it's She directed. needs to say one name or I'm going to automatically fail it. JT Walsh? No, no. Uh, Uncle Gary? No. Who? Clint Howard, the oh. better of the Howards. Clint Howard is in this movie. Clint Howard. It's Ron Howard's brother who directed this movie. Oh, cute. Ron Howard is the director and Hans Gruber. Hans Zimmer. Hans, Hans, Hans Gruber was my favorite part of this Hans movie. Hans Zimmer did Holy the music. Christ. 
somehow Tammy, I might pass this movie if it has somehow Hans Gruber, Hans Gruber returned. How do I know? From the falling from Nakatomi Tower. What's Hans Gruber from? Die Hard. Oh, Die Hard, right. It's Alan Rickman, RSVP. It's That's not right. a real person. It's a character in another movie. I mean, I told you this movie was stacked. I'm scoring I... this movie and collecting 7%. So uh-huh. the budget was $40 million and it grossed $152 million. Um, so yeah, Ron Howard directed it, and that guy Hans did all the music, which he's like won twenties or thirties of music awards. It was nominated for uh, he's best. He won twenty or thirty music awards. He's made twenty or thirty movies with the same fucking music. Yeah, it's the it's, same music. It's beautifully done. It's the exact same as music stated as by you. But anyway, which was um, the, the same Dark as Pirates of the Caribbean. It wasn't it was... the same as the Dark Knight. No, that's his one lone one. I'm pretty sure he stole it. Nah, I'm also Don't pre- sue me, Hans All right, let, let's hear me. It was, no, it was nominated for, for best uh, visual and best sound effects. Oh, that's great. The sound Oscars. is good in this movie. Yeah. The sound got way better when I switched to headphones. The screaming oh. of the fire is great. Though. Yeah, <gasps> no, the fire wars are It's really good. Great. Yeah. yeah. It begins with uh, Baby Billy. Baby oh, Billy? Oh, Baby Billy. <laughs> Baby Billy and... Uh, the Reverend? Baby he, Billy Freeman? He was... Riding on the fire truck with his papa and Kurt Russell playing double duty. Yeah, in this movie. Kurt Russell with a mustache uh, was playing the dad. And Foreshadowing. He brought baby Billy went to watch his dad <laughs> fight a fire and he rescued a child from a burning building. But unfortunately, there was a backdraft with title which of the movie. took his mm-hmm. life. Yeah, and baby Billy watched. The whole thing happened. So this prick of a uh, reporter took his photo while he was crying and clutching his dad's helmet. Also, and baby then, Billy's name is is Brian. Yes, <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> so Brian, uh, Billy Baldwin plays Brian. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And Kurt Russell plays Stephen. Their brother. His brother. We haven't we haven't met Stephen though. Stephen Baldwin. Well, we did when he was a kid. I, I assume yeah. they did this for Billy's benefit so that he could just shout one of his real life brother's names. Whoever cast, whoever cast Billy needs to be locked in their house. Well, I mean, which Baldwin brother would you have? Uh, it you was, know goddamn it actually, well. It he actually, occasionally goes by Donna He. It actually was supposed to be Alec, and Alec turned it down and suggested his brother Billy. Yeah, this I don't movie think would have been better would've... with either Alec or Stephen. I no, 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 it would have been two Steven. very different movies. No, it would have been better if they just cut off the whole family and went Purple with Adam Baldwin. But... Right. Oh, go. So, so then after the explosion, we see this Time magazine photo of little Brian, and that's the same know, kid from Last Action Hero. Um, yes, it was the one they got killed by the Ripper. We're at a bar with him and his classmates. He's just graduated from fire school, and he's a noob. Billy Baldwin. Fire probie. Billy Baldwin is a probie, a probie yeah. and he's there with his friends, and he finds out that he's uh, his assignment's been tampered with, and he's wanted to go to a different um, well, he tampered, station. He tampered first. Well, right, but he's going to the fire station and riding the truck with his older brother, Stephen. Kurt Russell. Who is the lieutenant of that fire station in Chicago. So that's kind of the beginning of the story. We find out that they have, they're estranged. They haven't spoken for a really long time. Six years. Brian goes over to uh, what was Stephen's house to go visit and say, like, what the fuck did you do with my assignment? But finds out that he, Stephen separated from his wife. Rebecca De Mornay. Rebecca De Mornay. And De then finds out that Stephen is living in their dad's uh, old boat. Which was from the Gable Estate. I'm also pretty sure that that house is the house that they use in American History X, which... I'm just assuming that's the same boat from the replacements. (laughs) That's funny. He was was building it back up to sell it to Paul Anka. Fun fact, Keanu Reeves screen tested for the role of Billy Baldwin's character. That checks Mm. out. And so did RBK. I love fire. Uh, Also, uh, Colonel Jack O'Neill, who uh, Kurt Russell played in Stargate, his television counterpart lived on an incredibly similar boat also oh okay so that's like the storyline of the two brothers together he uh during this time we also meet the other firefighters that um are with them axe is the older guy who was also his dad's 
very good friend and was um, a fireman uh, when his dad passed away. And then um, a couple of other guys. I like the line where he said, shake and bake, fellas. Looks shake like we got a barbecue. <laughs> Lots of real firemen in this movie as well. Yeah. But they missed the one good real fireman in Hollywood. Which would be? Ew, Steve Buscemi. Yes. He was a fireman at this point. Yeah. Okay. Well, was he in New York? Acting. Okay. In New York. They go, their first fire, they go into it, and there's this stressful music, and you see, like, how bum, bum, ba, ba, much dum, of a bum. leader oh, wait, Steven is, and how everybody respects him, and he's there's a saying that, you go, we go. And the fire is growling for some reason. Ugh. Because the fire is alive. Oh, right. Sorry. Fire lives. The fire is you alive. You have to respect the fire. Sometimes I do it like speaks to you. Things. It would have been cool if the fire was actually Don't let it know you're by afraid. Like DMX. I do like, like the sh- ah! <laughs> <laughs> I do like the sound. <laughs> the sounds is great. The sound is great in this movie. The sound yeah. was great. Yeah. Kurt, going to give it to you. speakers to yeah. headphones, I was just like, the fire really like, nicely it put like together breathes and growls. It's very like, good I texted you about the quality yes, of the sound. Brother. And the, the inspirational, like, suspenseful music during the fire. See, I don't know if the music could be categorized as suspenseful. I believe it I turned over to, to Matt be. at some point and said, like, is this it's, a John Hughes movie from the 80s? Because it's like... Da, 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 da. No, that's the montage music. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, the montage oh, music is... Oh, we'll get there. I oh, have we'll it on my there. phone. You oh, no, 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 no. Let Tammy go. I mean, the, going, so, so, the fire yeah. music nope. was was like Hans Zimmer minutes. trying to be suspenseful. So then we see them cleaning up the fire and uh, then we get Robert De Niro who comes in as the fire inspector. So good. In this movie. He's doing so that. He's doing his face. That's where the budget went. And he's doing he, his face. He determines whether a he's fire an is an arson or not. Right. Yeah. So that leads us into the other storyline of the movie where we have um, like three separate fires yes. that are started by somebody and Robert De Niro has to figure out how they're started because there's no point of origin. And they seem to be targeting specific people. Yeah, they're targeting specific people and when the people like open their front door or open a door, this huge explosion occurs. A backdraft. They like fry. The smoke is all sucked back in and then it explodes. They kind of look like the mummy. You know how like they open the sarcophagus and the mummy and he's like all juicy. He's juicy. Icky. Like that's what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Shout out Brendan Fraser. (laughs) Or like when they roasted that guy in Doomsday. So there's there's three different fires with that. Yes. Each time um, we see like Robert De Niro investigating and he's like, I think I've got it. Yes. And every time... Our one of our villains, which is um, the mayor, which is played by Alderman. He's an alderman, played by JT Walsh. Played by JT Walsh. He's also run- the bad guy in Breakdown. Bad guy in Breakdown. <laughs> He's running for mayor. Who's running for mayor? He is heavily involved in these cases because at the end of the movie, we find out that he's been laundering money. The end of the movie. That's campaign. that's only like halfway through. I was certain it was the end, and I paused it. And I was just like, "What the fuck?" Well, yeah, forty-eight well, minutes to go because yeah. they had to have the five it's different like endings 20, where man. where Billy Baldwin went this movie to. Is uh, like two and a half hours long. <laughs> it's two hours and seventeen minutes. Yeah, but it feels like four. So anyway, it feels like three days. The last fire scene. I think that that is like thirty minutes alone, which is probably why it's. Yeah. It's it just so, so much fire B roll. There used yeah. to be a backdraft ride slash something at Universal Studios in Florida. It was awesome. No. Yeah. 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 It this got, movie awesome. got a ride. Yeah. yeah it yeah. got it got replaced it by the, like a, the Fast was, and the Furious. It was like thing. a show. Yeah. It was, yeah, like, it was like it was like the Indiana Jones thing at yeah. Disney World, where it's like the uh, the stunt thing. They used to have a Twister one too. Like yeah. it was great. They that really was good. I think they gave Timmy Fallon a I liked that ride, one. So they out, really hung on to 90 shit down there. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Does he grow a mustache? So, so during one of the fires, Billy and Steven are fighting. No, no surprise there. And Billy, um, Billy, like separates from the group, which is a big no-no when you you're in these huge fires. Brian. He heard something. And he went Brian. against. <laughs> Brian. Well, he's Billy Baldwin. I know. Whatever. You called Kurt Kurt the whole time in the No, I didn't. I said Jeff. She said 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 Jeff. (laughs) She said Jeff and Kurt. You you flipped. You did flip. She regular John Kerry over here. I know. (laughs) Flip-flopping. Go ahead. Just keep going. Just keep going. That was a current events reference. Anyway. Current? (laughs) 
Current? Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I don't know if I can. <laughs> yes, you can. You're good. You're good. I'm keep sorry. going. Keep going. You're good. You're doing good. I'm losing my train of thought. Anyway, so they fight, and then Billy's like, I quit. And then he uh, goes and tells the mayor that he's going to be his, what do you call it, his mole. Ra- Rachel, well, he's going to tell him no. what Rachel he, Lee Cook um, not is. Ra- Jennifer Jason Jen- Lee. Jennifer Jason Lee, who <laughs> is, is awful. She works Brian's, for the alderman. Brian's ex-girlfriend works for the alderman. The alderman's pissed off because Robert he thinks Robert De Niro is dragging his feet with yes. this whole fire investigation, to which then he wants a guy on the inside and... Uh, Brian slash Billy Baldwin is he's already in the paper as from you know being saving famous. that mannequin yeah yeah saving the mannequin so they're like yeah you'd be happen. great you'd be great we want you in there we want you in there with uh, with Bobby De Niro and we want you. she takes time away from dyeing her horrible blonde hair to ask um, Billy Baldwin to assist Robert De Niro she's just a, and also an awful be like, character and be awful. like their guy I love Jennifer Jason Lee but this is criminal yeah. putting her in this role. And it should be Bridget Fonda to be so Or Rachel Lee Cook. Boring. She's it's not Rachel Lee Cook. Like, Who is Rachel has, Lee Cook? She has no significance she's all that. Ah, okay. in this movie. It's just, she's just kind None of None of the women do. Even she's Rebecca DeMornay, who is his wife, doesn't really have a a, a role in this movie. It's the very Bechdel annoying. The Bechdel test was invented to throw this movie in the garbage. Yes. So so that's that's that. And then, you know, the whole time we're trying to figure out who is the person responsible. Who is the fire starter? And then we determine that the person responsible for these arsons is. Well, you're giving it away this quick. Why? Yeah, why not? Yeah, do what the movie Sum up an hour of the movie right here. Yeah. Give it to us concisely, please. Yeah, because then they break away for some family stuff after this. Okay. Is Axe. It's Who? Scott Glenn. It's Scott Glenn. Scott Glenn. Okay. Yeah, the, the guy older, looks like he sucked on a lemon. A gentleman Aww. who was their dad's because friend. Who he was like, also the captain of the USS Dallas. Yeah, he was. He was angry because the mayor. He was also was, Jack Crawford in Silence of the Lambs. Yes. yes. I never saw that movie. That's right. He was too. What? He loves eating warheads. He was angry that the at the guy who was tr- running for the mayor, so he wanted to kill everybody on the team. Uh, for the mayor and the mayor. They were no, killing firemen. They were going to shut down fire departments, basically. Yeah. And they were saying, like... To cut costs. To cut costs. They're so killing firemen. He was, he was setting fires to basically try and prove how needed the fire department was. They were killing firemen. And then firemen. killing people, which is really a terrible way to do but that. But he was, like, he was isolating... He was very intentional of who he was targeting no but then fires. in the one fire in the high cool rise motive, he ended up murder. really hurting that one rookie that other probie yeah, yeah probie, who then everyone was like oh it's 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 uh it's kurt's fault and it's like uh no and it and it was um also it made steven's brother brian suspicious that it was his brother Stephen yeah. because, because while Robert, he Stephen was had the investigating, chemicals on the, yeah, Bono, yeah, because he Robert has all De Niro the turpentine. Was like, it's got it. It's it's this. Niro, you mean the face cleaning chemical? Yeah, De Niro right. had identified this chemical that was only in like a very little number of things, and well, while Brian, yeah, and while <laughs> Brian was visiting his brother, he was like, "Why do you have all these chemicals here?" And he's Science. like, "Oh, I'm just I'm just cleaning magnets, bitch. Up. How do they work?" Are you going to talk about know. Donald Sutherland? Because he yeah, is the best part of this Yeah, can we please talk about Donald movie. Sutherland? Yes. He is Far the best away. part of this fucking so, movie. No, no, no. He's the second another best. Another wonderful, uh, interesting uh, piece to this Where story is Donald Sutherland. And so when uh, Brian first goes with Robert De Niro. Am I allowed to call him Robert De Niro? Please do. You're allowed to do whatever okay. you want. I don't think he's right. got me confused. Just, I don't even know. We kept talking to sure each other. Here. I lost track of everything. I don't even I don't know what Bobby D's yet. name is Since in this I'm movie. I'm a flip-flopper here. I don't his even friends know call what his him name. Bob. What's his name in this movie? Um, I don't even know. Oh, Donald. Donald. Oh, oh okay. Like, yeah, that's why you forgot well, that it. It's be, a dumb name. Well, that could be confusing because we're talking about his Donald name, Sutherland right now. His name is Backdraft. Yeah, so... Donald Backdraft. So, uh, so Donald Sutherland's character uh, is locked up in jail, and he's up for parole, and he is an arson, and he is actually the he arson, is an arson, an arsonist. An he arsonist. does an arsonist. So, is he, just a question: is he is he the person that started the fire that killed yeah. their yes. father? He yeah. killed yeah. Kurt Russell, okay. the elder. Okay, I wasn't totally sure. Okay. Yeah, that's why. He and was, then Kurt he Russell said, gave his only begotten son. 
Kurt Russell in the backdraft. Yeah. I just love oh, I He's love that so scene between creepy. the two of them. It's so between Bobby D and Donald Sutherland. Where oh. he's um where he's like where ooh, he's ooh. like showing him the doll. Yeah. And he's like, what do you want to do the world? What happened Burn to this little Burn girl? Oh, I love like, it. See you in a year. What did Bye. you do to this little girl? And they were gonna like, let him out. He's like, I burned her. Yeah, they were getting oh. ready. They're like, he oh, yeah. her. He's like, what did you do to this doll? I burned it. Yeah, it was creepy as fuck. I love. What do that. you want to do to the world? I want to burn it all. Yeah, and the, Tilly was and like kind of like getting off on it. Yeah, and the psychologist was gonna let him go. She was. She, she was, was like, fine. he's totally cured. And Bobby D was just like, I'll see you in a year, Ronald. Bye. And then he comes back. So it wasn't just that one scene with Donald Sutherland. Once Brian's friend Tim was burned in the one fire um, in critical condition. And he was determined to figure out who the arson was. He went back to Donald Sutherland in prison and was like, how is this happening? Well, he was trying Honestly, to figure out Donald who Sutherland did it. Was it, like, it was, that, that scene might be the best acting I've ever seen out of Billy yes. Baldwin. Like, I know. And that's he was able to hold his own in the scene ter- with Donald Sutherland. And Donald Sutherland was actor. chewing that scene. I know. And, like, and, and Billy good. Baldwin is like... Ugh. Not an actor. I mean, he's great when he plays his brother on comedic sitcoms. Yep, that's it. But yep. he he go. You're right. He goes back to Donald Sutherland to basically see like, can you help us figure out kind of like how Clarice goes to yeah. Hannibal Lecter? Mm-hmm. Very much like that. And then that's where he kind takes of gives an arson him the to know idea an arson. of takes an arson to know an whoever arson. has done this knows fire, and yes. they love fire, and you have to love fire. A little bit in order to understand and know it and all yeah. this happy horse shit. So then he knew it was like it's either my brother or it's a firefighter. Like it's a firefighter, and he remembered that his brother had those chemicals. Yes, the turpentine. But then for the face cleaning, right. he saw he was at the fire station. Yes, and he saw that Axe had a burn on his shoulder. Bum, that bum, was bum. Axe outlet, is a person. The outlet, which is, which is where the point of origin was based on his investigations with Robert De Niro. Well, and he well, was like, ding, 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 ding. When they, when they went to go to the alderman's house, the alderman's house was going to be blown up and they mm-hmm. wrestled a faceless man to the ground and up against like an outlet that was like on fire, basically. Yeah. And then we see that on Scott Glenn. So you're right, yes. Yep, they poorly installed breaker system. Fought like a Those fireman. Those houses were gorgeous. In oh, this yeah. Movie. Oh, well, of course they were gorgeous. Boy. You I'm can sh- make them really pretty as long as you skimp on the electrical budget. Well, they're really old. I'm pretty, sure Do- I'm pretty sure Dr. Richard, aluminum Richard Kimball lived right up the street. So the last... his outlets worked, though. The last big fire was Huge at this fire. factory, it looked like. With chemicals. Chemical factory. Lots of chemicals. It was like... Was you know, it Ace Chemicals? Like Illinois where Batman was there. This whole movie is just a combination of Batman and the Fugitive. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so Steven confronts Axe. Bull and, and Axe are in there. And he's like, what'd you do it? And they're, you know, fighting. and a Terrible crying scene. There's fire exploding. And then uh, a bridge that they were walking on collapsed. And Axe you know, was going to fall into to his death. And? And Steve, Steven, played by Kurt Russell, is holding his hand. And then his the other hand that was holding the bridge was becoming, like, really hard to hold his grip. Yes. And he's like, Axe is like, let me go. And Kurt Russell, Steven, says... You, you go, go, we go. And they both go. And they both go. And they fall. And then the eagles showed up and, and saved them. And definitely they flew dies. Back to Rivendell. Yo, watching that mannequin hit that barrel <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> and like break it half. Oh my God. I was just like, they just broke that poor mannequin in half. Like, was it, it the same half. one from the beginning? But I don't know. But it was Kurt, rough. Kurt Russell is technically still, like watching an episode still of alive, but he is injured. Yep, so then his brother, um, Brian, returns to firefighting uh, for this fire because... Just in time. Saves the day, which no one can ever say about Billy Baldwin. Um, And, you know, gets Steven. That's my brother, goddammit! Oh my god! God. Look at him, he's beautiful! Look at him! He looks like a thin Alec Baldwin, goddammit! Yep. And And then... uh, They hired the wrong guy, goddammit! 
And then, oh my god, should have been Keanu. Oh, god so damn it! Then, then, then we're know, in the, the ambulance. My, my problem. Oh, it's because you didn't use a composition note. No, it's when we do these head to heads, you have to compress your notes. Yeah, you can't so do every single scene. Remind me how any. Steven. They take um, Kurt Russell into the ambulance. Oh, so oh he, he can... just dies in the ambulance. That's yeah. right. Yeah, That's right. it's very sad. Yeah, because it would so be sad, sad, sad if he died. Just like, can you turn the sirens off? They're bothering me. Yeah, and it's so like, he, oh no, he's gonna fucking die. He does get out, and Billy saves him, but he dies in the ambulance. They pump him full of um, lidocaine. Lidocaine, which uh, is it was that? probably laudanum. No, they say <laughs> laudanum. That's the next movie. He's not a basic bitch. <laughs> lidocaine is just to numb things, isn't it? Yeah. It can be used it can't for hurt if cardiac. It's numb. Uh, it can be used for other issues too. They, they right, like you but know he basically what matters. I feel like they like you know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get this like 15 minute funeral service that the Joker did not show up to. Yeah. yeah. That and we know of. It's very sad, and I mean, it's bagpipes and all. Bagpipes, and in case you didn't know, everyone's Irish. A tribute they do, uh, to uh, our fallen firefighters. <laughs> yeah, everyone's last name is like McConnell, and but also there's know, Irish dancing McDonald's in this movie and bagpipes. Yeah, we got we got two different river dance scenes. I yes, think. yes. So then, I'm surprised Cole Meany is in this movie. So I'm they do so do they do a funeral for both Axe and for Steven. Oh, um, yeah. Even though Axe, you know, everybody just kept it. Well, that, wasn't, wasn't that Steven's then, dying wish was to keep it secret? Yeah, yeah. he did say that. Just go ahead and cover up those murders for keep me. It no secret. big deal. Yeah, it'll look bad for mayor, us. Keep it secret. Um, keep it safe. And then the mayor was arrested for being a crook. The alderman. The alderman for the, the mayor. The, the because apparently in mayor. Chicago we arrest corrupt politicians. Apparently. In the movies we do. Oh. You got one minute. <laughs> and, um, and then Billy Sell it. Billy becomes Steven, the well, yeah. lieutenant. He's Look at no him. longer the noob. He's beautiful. Oh, he's, he's super firefighter man. He's like sitting there like, hey, let me fix your collar for yeah, you. Yeah, he's doing like it wrong. helping the probies and, you know. You're not going to throw in that scene. on top of the... Of the of oh, the, they fuck on top of a fire fucking, truck. Boom. The there. fucking with Jennifer Jason Lee. I just... I don't think he got it the in. The worst sex scene I've ever worst, seen in my life. They're supposed to be really good with their hoses, but I don't think he got I it in. I just didn't think that her character is worth noting. It's not. That's why I didn't. She's Nothing. Just the like movie certainly didn't feel like her character was no, hair. worth noting. The hair. Yeah. I, I'm a full fan of women sporting whatever hair color they can. I've never seen a blonde hair look as bad on somebody it was as so Jennifer dry. Jason. And she watches a her lot of eyebrows. Were I do. Black. Well, that's the fire. The yes, fire dried it out. That's Bye. my. That's my movie. Thank you. All right, there, listeners. We just had a breakdown, a shakedown. We're busted. <laughs> So now it's time to go head-to-head between Tammy's movie of Backdraft and Allie's movie of Breakdown. Okay. And we're going to go through the five categories. Do you have your... You don't have your thing. You don't Where's have your, your fucking chart? Where's your chart? I'll write it it's down okay. right here. I it's got okay. I got the car- the categories right here. Okay. So Breakdown. Category number one. Oh. We're going best hair. So I have Kurt... In breakdown with his beautiful, we'll say Farrah Fawcett esque hair. Can I ask for a clarification? Is this best hair across the entire film yeah. or just for yes. Kurt Russell? No, 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 across no, the, entire, across film. the entire, entire film. And then, and then follow up: Is best hair just on top of your? No, hair? no, everything. Or facial hair included? Facial hair like, as well. I would like to add in, in in breakdown. JT Walsh makes a disgusting comment of how Kathleen Quinlan is 5'5", 115, with beautiful brown hair, top and, and about bottom. About three to four t- pounds yeah, of tit. Disgusting, of, right? Of perfect tit. So gross. Perfect yeah, tit. At, at three to four pounds of perfect tit. Yeah, disgusting. Which, when he said the measurements... I thought the brown ugh. hair comment, top and bottom, was gross, and then that... I yeah. Did he actually like? Did he actually like put it on a scale? Yeah, like, he oh. get like a kitchen scale out. I don't know. <laughs> measuring your tits. So between breakdown and backdraft, you're picking movie with the best hair. I'm I'm gonna pick my movie because I think Kurt's hair is just. It, I mean, there are just times when the wind is blowing and it is just flowing in the wind, and I love it. I'm gonna vote for my own movie. Okay, that's fine. I like it. Clean cut. Clean cut and wet. There you go. Ooh, Slick back. there is a lot of wetness nice. in that. A lot of wetness. Okay. Yeah. Uh, John? Oh, I'm going with uh, Swamp Thing's facial hair. Yeah. Yeah, Breakdown wins it. Big drag, Breakdown. Matt? Uh, I'm going with uh, the couple that had the matching hairstyle. I'm going with uh, I'm going with Breakdown because yes. both both Kurt and... They did matchy. Kurt and his wife had... <laughs> 
pretty similar haircuts. Amazing. Guido? Yeah, I mean, Kurt's hair and breakdown. It, he keeps it feathered. Okay. All right. It's it's. I mean, it's the standard you Kurt. Feather, yeah. Right? You, you can't you can't go against so the one, standard. We'll Kurt. say one point for breakdown so far. Okay. All right. Next uh, category. Supporting cast. Best supporting cast. Look, I'm not even gonna try. I am voting for backdraft for best supporting cast. Oh, on the on the shoulders of Denier, Bobby D, and Donald Sutherland. Look, I don't really like backdraft that much, and I don't actually think it's a Kurt Russell movie. I think it's a Billy Baldwin movie, which is awful. But Donald Sutherland is so good in this movie, and so is Bobby Day. So I will vote for your movie for supporting. Assuming that's around the room. <laughs> yeah, I got to give it to Donald Sutherland. Yeah, I'm still voting for for Backdraft, but like I would have actually enjoyed the movie if basically Billy Baldwin and Kurt Russell fucked off. Yeah, no, if and this it, was it, a Donald it was Sutherland just versus like Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro and Scott movie, this Glenn. Great. Yeah, this would have been Scott like an amazing movie. There's, Fuck, I there's loved too this much movie. side story and too much backstory with like the personal involvement. And not enough yeah, draft stories. I don't give a shit about that. Mm-hmm. I still want Kurt and Billy to be in it. I just don't want all the minutiae. No, I want this to it. be a Robert De Niro versus Donald oh, Sutherland movie. Can you movie imagine? That would have been so Kurt good. And Billy Baldwin. That would have been Oscar worthy shit. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even get into this, the family the drama Family drama because with it was the kid and the yeah. wife and well, the stupid girlfriend. Like, that's I don't why give I didn't get into the girlfriend. So much of this movie was unnecessary. It's extra stuff. This movie would have been better as a TV show. And thankfully, NBC now has a show called Chicago, Chicago Fire. Fire. All right, so they, you win Best Supporting Cast. I'm sorry, Guido. Were you going to vote for I'm here, too. But that's the thing. It's it's two movies. Okay? And, and Robert De Niro, who's great, but the last 10% of the movie, he's non-existent. Oh, when he gets he's, shoved in that fence. He's yeah, not That fence there. went through his shoulder. Necessary, right? Was like this guy's taking up too much screen time. We don't have another thirty minutes to round this whole thing. They absolutely no, did. No, they just kept adding no. thirty minutes to the end anyway. It, if they so put him incredible. in for another thirty minutes, Return minute. of the King fire style. If yeah. They, so yeah, if they put him in for another thirty minutes, they'd probably have to pay him another ten million. So not, that's why they impaled. Nothing was left on yeah. the editing room floor. Yeah, is all I'm saying. All right. So it's one point breakdown, one point bank draft so far. All right. The next category is best action. All right. I'm going to go with my movie. It's white knuckle start to finish, in my opinion. Yes, fire is cool, but uh, <laughs> there are gunfights. There are car fights. There are There is everything in Breakdown. Chain Except fights? Except fire. Except, no. No, that no, Trans Am car, Cars blow up. Cars blow up. That Trans Am goes so Oh, that's true. I'm going to go with, I'm gonna go with okay. Breakdown for best action. I enjoyed the car scene at the end. Uh, I'm still going to go with Backdraft. Okay. I got to give it to Breakdown. To car chase. Car chase, car, car chase. Explosion. Shooty. Shooty. Um, 18-wheeler drove through a camper, and then a pickup truck drove through an 18-wheeler, mm-hmm. and then a Trans Am just exploded from flipping over. Like, fuck yeah. Poor Uncle, Uncle Gary. Poor Uncle Gary. <sighs> RSVP. Matt. Oh, he's, he's putting in another break. Breakdown. Breakdown. <laughs> Go ahead and give it to me. All right. Okay. Guido? Uh, I Backdraft. Okay. You went with the Splody movie. Well, wow. yeah. They, they went up you to the... You like the Splodes. He well, likes he the Splodes. Like the the they asked Splodies. the FX guy, I was like, what, do you, what can you do with fire? And he goes, well... We can make it crawl across the floor. We can it make is it twirl. Beautiful. Or and we can make it explode. I, didn't, I mean, especially considering it was 91, it looked fucking great. The effects, I just, they looked great. The effects and breakdown were all practical. Like, for 91, they looked really yeah. good. Um, what's the next category? Villain. Best, uh, so are you? So I'm picking obviously J T. Walsh as my villain. Are you picking J T. Walsh as your villain too? The alderman. I mean, you could. Or are you picking we fire? Could, we could be like metaphor. <laughs> or Scott Glenn. Speaking is you know fire or alderman as the mayor or axe as the murderer. Like it's it's a lot. In I your mean, movie. you guys can interpret villain. It's uh, morally ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think. Where Steven could be his own villain. That's a lot of choices. I'm picking um, J.T. Walsh as my villain in Breakdown because, A, I think he's fucking terrifying, but also he's so calm the entire movie that makes it even scarier. Just the whole, like, ugh, I don't know. He just creeps me out in this movie. He's really scary. I I mean, I, I was going to choose my movie. Okay. John? Uh, I really, really, really wish they'd given... Donald Sutherland, the chance to be the villain. I know. Because I want to vote yeah. for Donald Sutherland as a villain. Yeah, the the Red Bar character hit everything that I, as a coastal elite, fear at my core. 
and that is a scary man with nothing to lose in a flat state. A calm, scary man with nothing to lose yeah. in a flat state. Yeah. Breakdown. Matt? Yeah, sorry. There was an actual clear-cut villain in in Breakdown. It's tough so, in your movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there wasn't, there I wasn't mean, a clear-cut you know, villain. You can't blame Fire. You don't even really have a clear-cut other, good guy. Like, <laughs> like, like, Billy Baldwin's clearly made out to be our although, protagonist. Although I... I a good guy. He's although a I... And I really movie. do hate J.T. Walsh in the... In Backdraft for what he was doing, because, of course, he was, like, ruining the potential, like, ruining the lives of thousands of people because they wouldn't have proper services and utilities to right. save their homes from burning up or something and he's just you know lining his pockets i hate that sort of shit but yeah there wasn't real again it wasn't a real clear definitive villain in that movie yeah so yeah uh breakdown guido uh my favorite villain was swamp thing <gasps> because he's just he's just a fucking asshole who I've met several times. And they're always scary. They're all scary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every single one, dude. Yeah. He actually said that... Oh, I said this already. He was... This was the, dark, the, the darkest dark, character yeah. he's ever played, and he actually it regrets playing it. absolutely was the darkest yeah. character he played. Yeah. All right. And the final category is... Best movie. Best movie between the two. Um... Look, I, I, I like Backdraft. I, I, I like... No, you You don't. just no. said you didn't like it. No, I do. There are parts of it that I didn't think are great. Didn't she say that? She, she said, I don't like this movie. Can I... <laughs> run the tape. Finish? <laughs> yeah, run the tape. I like parts of this movie. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kurt, obviously. I love Bobby D and I love Donald Sutherland. And I like Scott Glenn. And I think the fire scenes are awesome. I just think there's too much in it. It doesn't know where to go. It's two movies. It's a personal story, which like an Irish director would make about Irish firefighters. And then it's an action movie or like a like that kind of a fire movie that like Ridley Scott would make. Like it's just it's two movies that don't make sense together and it's too long. But I do think it's good, but I'm still going to pick Breakdown. (laughs) See, I think that it does make sense that they're together because it tells you the story like it. Can we roll tape though where you didn't talk about the other parts of the movie <laughs> no but i'm just saying well i only had 25 minutes first of but all the fact that you chose to eliminate the entire family drama the family drama out of it which, and you're that's the part but that's not the part you could have done without it can i finish maybe and yes, then you i can, can my explain bad. My bad. like i wasn't gonna talk about that i was gonna talk about the relationship with the firefighters yeah and how you know you get the whole dynamic of them being their own family of firefighters being together and you go, we go kind Not of a single calendar party. was made. And you and get I to see and you get to see part, their butts. That you get part to see their is extremely important to the storyline of the that movie. Should have been and in just like a shampoo see, commercial, we see butt it takes that. a nice water blast to the face. <laughs> the, the parts about Waste of water. the family dynamic of Billy and Steven and the wife and the Brian. boyfriend, like all of that stuff, I agree, was not necessary. But the whole, like the feeling of camaraderie with yeah. your with other firefighters was extremely important and that was essential for the movie so you're picking backdraft yeah because i liked i liked that part of the movie i thought that that was that was great okay. john breakdown oops anything else no okay matt breakdown okay anything else breakdown guido you know the parts that i like most about backdraft were better than breakdown so okay. backdraft backdraft, backdraft. Okay. okay. So that's th- that's uh so breakdown would be the winner. <gasps> Yay. Congrats. No, no I think I feel like you were nasty. I <laughs> 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 like she wants to shake my hand right now. She's well, like this bitch. This bitch. Oh you didn't God. make the movie. I didn't make the movie, but Ron Howard made the movie and I expect a lot better from him. I know. Yeah, he totally didn't land on the moon. He she, was in American And for graffiti. the record, she liked the movie when I picked it. Who's she? Like, Are you I talking liked, about me right now? I like she that is, movie. Because you right did actually you. say it yeah, was good. Yeah, I know. I like that movie. I heard you say Ooh, it Ooh, that's good. a good pick. <laughs> I know. She that's said it's she a good said. pick because was, she knew she was going to I was lulling you, exactly you into a sense of complacency. Says the predator to okay. the prey. Wow. This is something of a Bravo reunion happening right here. Yeah. God, Raquel. God, Raquel. Fuck off. <laughs> wow. You're going to let her say that to you? 
I am not a home wrecking whore. Oh, fuck Raquel. I hate her. So or much. am I? Did Look you out, fuck Shakiko, Michelle? <gasps> what? What? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, that just concludes our first uh, our first matchup of the Russell Tussle. Uh, as you can see, the gloves came off and the cats came out to fight in this one. <laughs> so we're going to go to the two gents in the episode. Next week, we're going to have Guido versus Matt in the Russell Tussle. Matt, what's your pick? Well, you know what they say. No. It's Tombstone. Oh. <laughs> Is that what they say? Is that what they say? <laughs> Most people yeah. do pronounce that tombstone. And, and Matt, where can where can people watch Tombstone? Well, unfortunately, um, I mean, actually, no. You can watch it on like one of those free channels. I think it's like Freebie or whatever. But it they was, put it was they I put think like that one was Fubo, whatever. Fubo, but they but they put like they put like thirty for ads. Us by, they put like thirty ads by Obama at random oh. at random throughout the movie and it's okay. annoying so I just ended up buying it and um Guido what's your pick oh it's Big Trouble in Little China so oh. that's this is you know your demise and where can we watch Big Trouble in Little China uh, on the on Amazon Prime where you can purchase it like everyone else but you have to purchase it yeah, you have to, yeah it's not free no okay cost a buck oh five alright so next week will be Matt's pick of Tombstone it's Tombstone Guido's pick of Big Trouble in Little China so we are at Quad Pro Quo Pod across all Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we are now part of the Deluxe Edition Podcast Network. Yay! 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 Very excited to be part of this network. It's great. There are so many amazing podcasts on this network, so please check it out in our on our social media. We have the link in our bio everywhere. Great content. Amazing. Please like us and review us wherever you listen to podcasts and you have an idea for a theme month like we're doing Kurt Russell month, the Russell Tussle. You can suggest it on our website or send us an email at at quadproquopod at gmail.com. And until next time, thank you for listening. And happy birthday, Allie. Oh, yeah. It is my birthday. Happy birthday. Probably talk about more in the next episode. Thank you. It's her birthday month. I'm not saying happy birthday till her birthday. Next week, maybe next, maybe next episode because um, my birthday is the day after Kurt Russell's. So, yay! But thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you. God damn it. <laughs>